be doing live uh, and the idea is that you know this format can um, can help us have a more richer conversational uh, type of um, approach to 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 creating the content that we're creating here uh, at do better UX uh, so I will be monitoring the comments throughout the session uh, so feel free to say hello uh, tell us where you're joining us from drop any questions that you might have and we will answer them later on at the tail end of the live stream so let's jump in to today's session All right, so welcome to Not A UX Designer, a podcast about building better user experiences. We talk about the processes and speak with the people that make it all happen. I am your host, Varma Henry. If we're just meeting, hello again. It is 2022 and uh, you want to get into UX design or become better at being a UX designer, right? Uh, that is um why you're listening to this show maybe because of the title or i don't know how you might have find it so i want to get into the concept that things change design trends come and go uh new ones come every year technology influences so much of the behavior that we have every new year we need to keep up and adopt new skills and techniques as we adopt new ways of working and living and earning and learning, you know, doing transactions online, etc., etc., it's super important for us to keep on adopting to that change. Now, in this podcast episode, I'll be sharing the top five things that I've learned in my design career over the past 15 years, and I hope that this will bring value to you and help you kickstart your design career or take your design career to the next level. If you're not already applying some of these concepts already, it's a definite thing that you need to do. These concepts don't only apply it into, you know, uh, UX design. They're very broad. Uh, and I think that they will help you with your career as you, you know, go past your you know ux design days your product design days your, your consulting days your product development days whatever it is that you do uh, i'm just speaking to some of the things that i think that you know if you're watching this channel you're probably interested in some of those uh things right there so yeah uh before we jump into the meets the midi part of uh the podcast uh, if you're just getting into UX design or I'm interested in joining, um, you know, um, uh, this space that we are in, um, please feel free to uh, interact with our design community and get more content like this and connect with like-minded people uh, over at dobetterux.com. Right now, our website is currently under construction, but you will be able to find all the links that are necessary uh, to be able to interact with us. There's even a live chat on our website uh, at the moment. Uh, so to stay up to date uh, with our community, uh, head over to dobetterux.com and you'll be able to find all the relative links that you need there to our events, to our podcasts, to our courses that are coming up and other things like that. Links are in the description uh, below. Obviously, you will be watching this on 
uh, YouTube, uh, since that's the only place that we're broadcasting it uh, at the moment. But hopefully, if LinkedIn uh, lets us uh, start broadcasting, we might be doing these uh, sessions uh, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. All right. Cool. So getting into today's podcast, uh, I want to talk about five major concepts and these are concepts that are around um, what I feel that um, I have learned over the past um, 10 years of my career, maybe realizing more of them over the past six, five years of my career. Uh, and I want to go through them. I spoke about them a little bit on a very high level. Um, you know, when I was uh, doing the Twitter spaces earlier on. So uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter spaces for those type of like sort of like pre early engagement um, sessions, uh, feel free to join us uh, on our other platforms as well. You'll find us on LinkedIn, you'll find us on Twitter, you'll find us on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, join us and uh, interact with us there. Um, getting into the topics uh the first thing that i want to talk about is uh always be learning now as i've said most of these concepts are basically uh what i would call you know general concepts but i think they apply in in into you know so specifically in into ux design career roles uh from my experience over the past couple of years uh over the past few years uh, if we're looking at, you know, five to six years as a few years. Um, and, you know, it's, um, it's there are things that you might listen to now and think, you know, maybe it's, uh, it's, it's very general, but I think it's super important for us to be thinking about these things getting into 2022. And instead of sort of like, focusing on, 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 um, on, 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 on sort of like uh, a specific subject matter and becoming, you know, this UX design person uh, or designer that is specifically focused on this specific uh, subject. Uh, I think it's super important for us to understand that, you know, always learning, having that culture of always be learning is super important because it allows us to evolve and adapt all the new things and 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 sort of like embrace the things that are coming out right uh, as new technologies so um let's get in a little bit more and into this always be learning concept right so the first thing that i want to talk about under always be learning is that you need to explore new skills not only the things that you're comfortable with uh, or to sort of like enhance the skills that you already have, uh, but really be able to take a deep dive into the things that you've not been able to explore before in your career that you think that might be exciting to you, that you think that might be interesting to you. And that's the only way that you will know that these things are really interesting to you because if you don't actually take the dive in and go in and do the things, then, you know, you you won't know if they are interesting to you or not right so try and explore all the different skills that you might think that you you know remotely be interested in and you will find that there is so much more that you 
will be interested in doing out there other than just some of the simple things that you're doing currently uh, in your role right now or some of the simple things that you might be doing um, th that you're really good at that you're really comfortable doing uh, but you know there's some things that you might think that you're not really comfortable doing and you know once you do those things you might actually pick up that you know what this is something that I actually like doing. This is something that I actually want to do and pursue as an avenue in my UX design career or my design career, or my creative career, or whatever it is. I found teaching as a very important part of my career. That's why I have, you know, uh, I do a lot of consulting work, uh, but I think that there's a lot uh, that I can gain from teaching other people. Uh, they say that, you know, the teachers learn the most because, you know, as we are experiencing things, as we are going through uh, our daily life, uh, we look at the highlights and the things that we think will be the most valuable to help other people cut the curve, the learning curve uh, to get to where we are faster. So explore those new skills. Don't just you know, explore what you're good at and just practice what you're good at over and over again. Uh, you know, uh, that will actually help you expand your skill set, you know, and also expand your sort of like means of interaction, the projects that you do, uh, your, your interest, spark new interest in your life. Uh, and do different things and open new uh, income streams in your life or revenue streams in your life. Uh, so that is the first thing around always be learning. The other thing that I want to talk about uh, that I want to touch on around always be learning is that, you know, don't stick to the stuff that you already know, as I've already mentioned, right? Uh, be a T-shaped person. Now, when we're talking about a T-shaped person, we're talking about somebody who is focused on one main thing, right? So if you're focused on UX design like myself or, you know, yourself, if you're a designer or whatever it is, you might want to focus on that specific thing, but still leverage space to learn other things within your industry, within your fields or within the things that surround the the industry or the field that you work in right so being a t-shaped person is super important because it allows you to know something really well become a really good subject matter expert at that specific thing but also it allows you to you know be dangerous enough to know the other information that you need to know around you and i think that is super important because you know, um, you can become part of many conversations. You can open other things of, you know, um, avenues that you want to learn and develop in uh, as you find interest in, you know, sort of like the top part of the T, but you still be able to specialize in your field and, you know, do the things that you're really good at and still be able to earn uh, an income from that uh, the most. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about around always be learning is staying on top of trends, but not necessarily following them, right? Uh, because I always think that there is always this concept of there's trends coming in and out every year. There's, you know, all of these things that are happening and it's it's it almost seems crazy that you know we 
we want to follow these trends and and do what everybody else is doing so i think it's important to know what trends there are and why those trends are there but following them blindly is the worst thing that you can ever do and the reason why that is is because when you just follow something blindly whether it's a good or a bad thing you have no validation on why you are doing it right you're basically doing it because everybody else is doing it you're not doing it because you enjoy it you're not doing it because it's going to earn you more money you're not doing it because of any particular reason so find the reasons why you would follow a specific trend if you want to follow any trend if you think it would be beneficial to your specific workflow or your market or your you know industry or whatever you know where you're working in uh, but i think it's super important for us to take caution when it comes to just following whatever trends they are so i think stay on top of trends know what is happening know where the technology is going know where the design language is going etc etc but what will really help you stand out is only using the things that you actually need and i will talk about this in the next section that we're going into i think it's actually a very good segue into the next section you know around only only follow and apply the things that you need and not everything else right you don't need to spend the time on everything else the world is super bloated with all sorts of things out there um you know i think one of the main purposes around this channel is to help people navigate all the crazy information that you can find around there out there when it comes to you know becoming a ux designer etc etc so um stay on top of trends use what you need to use don't follow everything have a really good reason why you're actually following something and not just you know leap um around and uh and follow everything that uh that you see on the market so i think that is super important uh and as a segue to the next uh section i'm just gonna pump up the music a little bit here because i think the jazz in the background is pretty good while i take some water Alrighty, so we are back so as we proceed to the next part of our conversation i want to talk about the next thing which is applying what you learn i think this is a super important concept and a principle of our careers not only as ux designers but as any career really um there's so much dense information on the internet there's so much vast information that we have access to now with the internet on our fingertips 24 7 next to us when we sleep when we eat when we're in the toilet it's just crazy right that we've got so much power that the second that we have a question in our, in our minds we can just look it up on our phone and there we go we have an answer google tells us what we want to know and i think it's super important for us to understand that that is not necessarily 
beneficial to us, right? Like understanding everything is not necessarily the best thing to do because what are you going to do with all that information? Do you use it on a daily basis? Is it information that actually helps you get your objectives met, right? Um, that's the concept uh, around it. Is you know thinking about it is you know, how, why are you why are you learning something, right? Why are you learning something? Um, yeah, I I want to learn this thing because it's trending. No, I I don't think that's the reason why you you want to be learning something. I think the reason why you want to be learning anything is that you need to apply it to a specific need or a problem that you have in your life at that specific moment, right? And if you don't need to apply it to that specific thing in your life, there's absolutely no need of learning that thing. It's actually just over it's it's a lot of cognitive load that you're putting amongst upon yourself that you actually don't need so learn just the things that you need to apply and not everything else right you don't need everything else and as you want to learn new things as you want to apply new things then you know you can sort of like get into those things and learn them uh, on the fly the beauty about the world that we're living in today is that we can literally learn anything on the fly and you know literally you can find people like me you can go on to platforms like uh, Skillshare, not, not affiliated. You could go to Udemy or whatever it is that's out there. And you can learn all these things that help you uh, get to uh, where you want to be and, you know, achieve that thing that you actually want to achieve. Uh, so I think it's super important that you understand that the knowledge is out there. There's tons of knowledge out there. It's just that when you learn something learn the things that you need to apply so that you don't get that cognitive load and you're confused as to what is it that you actually want to implement at that specific time what is it that you're learning and why are you learning it right so i know it's a weird thing to say that you should not learn a lot of things but only the things that you need to learn uh, but once you start practicing it, it kind of makes sense uh so going to into practice Practice the skills that you want and build habits around them. So what am I trying to say about this? So again, learn the things that you want to learn and practice those things. Don't only learn them. You actually need to practice them, right? Like theory is just not enough. Like I myself, if I have not done something a couple of times, you know, maybe even a few times, three, five, six times, that loop, that repetitive cycle actually creates, you know, the ability for me to do that thing. Without that practice, it's almost impossible for me to just do that thing right the first time from theory only. Some things work fine in theory. Think about driving a car, right? Like once you start doing it, you practice it every day, um, it becomes almost natural. But the first time that you drive it, you absolutely have the theory, but 
there's a huge there's a world difference between the theory and actually driving you know the car actually like pressing the gears and you know if you know changing the gears and steering and you know indicating and you know putting on your wipers and things like that and stopping right uh so it's it's being practical i think is the best way to learn anything especially in the days that we live in it's so easy to jump on youtube and watch a video and see that you know this is something that you are you know doing or saying or whatever it is uh and you know the next thing that you do let's say it's writing an email i, I can teach you how to write an email right now uh and you will watch the video you think it's a cool concept but if you actually don't go and apply that over the next five to six times that you're writing an email you don't know if it works or not for you right you don't know if it's something that you want to adopt or not right so i think that is super important right um and um when it comes to you know learning things practicing 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 is really important because you can actually never grasp anything without practicing and the best way that i found of practicing anything is building habits around things that i want to practice right uh so build the right environments of the things that i want to practice build habits around the things I want to practice so every time i end a zoom call with a client uh I build a habit around opening up my email uh, and sending them, you know, a thank you message for the conversation and the time that they have gave me. Uh, building those small habits gives me practice around, you know, communication skills and being a better communicator. Um, you know, so practice the things and build habits around them that because once it becomes a habit it becomes more of a natural thing that you're actually doing and it doesn't require you to think anymore and then that skill really becomes something that is embedded in the way that you live that you do things that you work uh that you serve the people that you serve and the last part that i want to talk about is learn by doing right a lot of people might think that you know uh learning by doing is for specific type of people i think learning by doing is the shortest way for you to be able to actually acquire skill think about it why would you learn the theory of a specific thing when you can actually do the thing and just learn how to do it then why would you go through the rigor of trying to figure out what the theory is and then go in a practical environment and try and apply that theory right whereas we could learn the practicality of doing the thing and the theory well that comes natural when you do the practice right uh so i think learning by doing if you want to be a ux designer if you want to become somebody who is a consultant you want to become a product designer a product manager whatever it is it's actually about working on projects whether they're real life projects whether it's the sort of like um um made up 
uh, artificial projects so that you can practice. It's really about doing the thing, right? Learn by doing. And I have found the best way to do this when you're trying to learn a new skill is pairing up with mentors or colleagues that or other people that you know are interested in that same thing that you are doing this way it will really help you learn things in real life projects by the way um, you know not sort of like um, the the made up ones so if you're pairing up with mentors and colleagues and um, other people who are interested in that field that you're working in in that specific um, sort of like speciality in the field that you're working in that will help you learn from other people through osmosis um, or sort of like evaporation right uh, as you interact with these people on a daily basis so I think that is super important um, around applying what you learn so you know, learning by doing is like almost the reverse of, of applying what you learn. But it's super cool because you actually just learn and do the things at the same time, right? So let me know what you think about some of the things that I've shared on the channel so far on this conversation uh, as we're speaking. Um, I think I've spoken about two main general concepts around learning. I want to move a little bit on now to communication. Now, if you follow the channel, if you follow the podcast, you have definitely heard a lot around communication, right? Um, and I think communication is a master of everything when it comes to not only design work not only mastering your career i think communication is absolutely um everything right um and the first thing i want to talk about communication around communication is that as designers as UX designers, product designers, product managers, what if you, it's super important for us not to just have the vocabulary of design. I know a lot of places, a lot of people, a lot of platforms, they say that we need to champion UX as UX designers. I think you might also have heard some of this conversation even here on some of our content at do better ux or on not a ux designer as a podcast uh, but i think it's super important for us to understand that um we should not just have design vocabulary you know don't just speak design we should be able to articulate ourselves to people who are not design literate to people who don't know some of the terms and jargon and things that we speak right uh, we should be able to articulate design concepts into layman's terms into tech terms and into stakeholder terms and into executive terms right i think 
every one of those stakeholders that I mentioned and many more have their own approach to how they conversate, they transmit things across the board, they understand things, they articulate things between peers of the same caliber, right? And as designers, I think we need to be able to learn more than just the design vocabulary so that we are able to articulate ourselves in all these different calibers and sections uh, that we find in a product environment, in a product company, whether we're speaking to a CEO, whether we're speaking to the uh, chief financial officer, whether we're speaking to the CTO, uh, we still need to be able to articulate and explain business concepts and design concepts in terms that other people understand and not just speak in design language, right? Um, so I think that is the first thing that I wanted to speak around um, um, communication. I've seen a lot of designers fall in into the trap of trying to teach stakeholders um, you know, sort of like design jargon and terminology and sort of like pioneer design in, in, in sort of like the way of doing things and articulating problems. Um, a lot of companies have been, you know, speaking in terms of jobs to be done, in terms of, you know, user experience, this in uh, user flaws and other things like that. And I think these are conversations and terms that we just don't need to impose on other stakeholders in the conversation, other than we actually need to be able to translate the terminology that we have and concepts that we have is the things that they actually understand as the other stakeholders uh, in the project uh, as we as we may have it so moving on swiftly uh, the next thing I want to talk about around um, communication is staying on the pulse of the project and being responsive I think more than anything, even if you type badly, like I'm a bad speller, you know, I always give people the excuse like, you know, I'm a high school dropout, so uh, I don't know how to spell well. Uh, but yeah, that's just a joke that I uh, I put around, uh, which has got uh, a lot of parts that are true. Uh, and moving on from, from that, I think, you know, being responsive, sort of caters around all of that stuff if you know your client or your stakeholders are communicating to you and just you being responsive you know they know that you will give them feedback within you know 10 15 minutes 30 minutes uh all the time that they try to communicate with you i think that is super important in creating trust in creating a relationship with the people that you work with and becoming a master communicator because that is the thing that people are really looking for. They feel that, you know, there is somebody who is paying attention. There's somebody who is uh, responding to the requests uh, as stakeholders on the project. And it's really about staying on the pulse and being responsive all the time. Even if you don't have the answer, it's a matter of, you know, responding to the email and say, hi, I got this. I don't know what this is. I will speak to X 
and get back to you in the next X amount of time. And then that way people know that it has been caught and you know, uh, it just gives people a peace of mind when you're working with stakeholders, especially in this digital environment that you're working with we're working in right now and if you're somebody who is trying to establish um, um, what can I say uh, sort of like a freelance uh, type of um, uh, gig even if you're not trying to establish uh, a freelance uh, career right uh, I still think responsiveness is one of the highest things that any stakeholder, any customer will highly value uh, in any situation, in any given situation out there possible. So I think that is, those are some of the concepts around mastering communication. The last one that I wanna give you uh, before we move on, um, you know, from the communication thing is become, become, become a master communicator, an all round, written spoken whether you're presenting whether you're facilitating i think it's super important that we uh become comfortable with how we articulate ourselves we become comfortable with how we articulate ourselves whether it's in spoken language whether we are helping engage a conversation whether we are helping you know write up something in a presentation in an email or whatever it is i think it's super i think it's one skill that is way overlooked uh that you know just paying attention to detail not having silly um spelling mistakes you know or you know just errors in punctuation or spacing and things like that small things like that can really take down the marks can really put down the bar on you right like when you want to look professional you don't want to let such small things get in the way like spelling mistakes and punctuation mistakes etc etc so be a well-rounded master communicator whether you are speaking with your clients whether you're writing an email whether you're writing presentation text whether it's product design that you are writing in the college ux ux writing right uh whether it's facilitating it's really important for you you know to to keep calm and collected even if you're crumbling under the pressure and there's like people who are way above your pay grade right that you need to facilitate you still need to be able to calm down cool everybody down and become the master communicator so communication is everything the communication is master of everything you know uh don't just speak design stay on the path of the project and become a master communicator whether it's written spoken whether you're presenting or facilitating any project that you are on all right moving on swiftly to the fourth principle that i want to talk about today is go where you are treated best now this one might feel a little bit as uh, a privileged thing to say but i think it's a super important thing uh, that i would have wanted to have learned earlier on in my life 
uh, I wish that if I knew this earlier on in my life, I wouldn't have sort of kept up and, you know, just dealt with bad bosses, bad clients and other people that really abused my state of being and just wanting to help them and you know the 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 space that you are in as a service provider right i think it's so important for us to understand that with the skill set that you have you will always find somebody who needs it right the pool might not be big or you know there might be a lot of competition around there but if you're genuine and honest and true to yourself then you really have that unique advantage you have that thing that helps you stand out you have that thing that really sets you apart right and i think that is a super important concept because when it comes to doing what you love you don't want to just do it for money you want to go to where people respect you value your opinions take in your input right and treat you best right and treat you best might come in many ways treating you you know uh physically you know verbally emotionally well uh, but as well as paying you best right uh, as a web designer you can work with you know five different clients doing exactly the same thing and you could literally charge each client in a different way and you will find that there are people who value the work that you're doing more because it drives so much more in their business and they realize that that is the value that it brings into their business some people just want a website because they want a website they don't want a website because they know what it will actually do for their business that's why if you ask them what do you want their website to do they like we just want a website that tells people that we're online right uh and 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 you know it it speaks to it speaks to it speaks to a couple of things right so let me get into it right so do what you love don't follow the money the money will follow right if you try and follow the money uh that's where you will end up being treated badly being places that you don't want to be uh and, but if you do what you love go to where you are treated best you will have the opportunity to practice what you want to do to really get into what you want to do and chew yourself into what you want to do uh, and be able to take yourself to a certain caliber without having to worry about the money and then when you're there the money will follow i've seen this happening over my career most of my career i was worried about making money climbing up the ladder trying to figure out how what do i do to you know get a bigger paycheck etc etc and it down to me that you know it's a very simple concept in life in your career that as you earn more skills that people want the more you earn or the better you earn uh, whichever way you want to put it and the idea around that is so universal and it's sort of like 
go keeps on going on and on in life which brings us to our next topic but i'm not gonna go there quite as yet uh but it keeps on going on and on in your life that you get to a point that you figure out okay i actually know how to make money in my life you know and now it's about figuring out how i want to make money who i want to make money with and how do i want to live my life right so do what you love lead your life live the life that you want to live and get paid the amount of money that you want to get paid don't be afraid to ask for what you want to get paid there is somebody out there trust me who has who will find value in what you do right uh, it might not be everybody it might not be you know all the people who are on the hype of whatever is out there but you will find the people that uh, will follow you you will find your people right so do what you love and the money will follow don't follow money and not do what you love you'll be a miserable person right don't work for free or work for idiots right <laughs> don't work for free or work for idiots i'm gonna say that again <laughs> don't work for free or work for idiots right the reason why you're there why they hired you you know when whenever telltales of a terrible client of a bad client they hire you they want to tell you you know this is the amount of money they want to give you uh you know they're giving you exposure because you're a young uh designer uh and um yeah they're gonna be basically telling you what to do throughout the process and you're like wait a minute you hired me so that you don't pay me and you tell me what to do with my process like if you knew what to do you could have just done it yourself right so don't work for free number one reason number one reason why you should never work for free is that there's nothing like working for exposure there's nothing like working for exposure right um you can work to gain experience on certain projects but if you're going to work for free work for equity you know invest that time into something else that will reward you that will actually pay you your skills are valuable whether you have done 20 successful projects in the market or you have done none right your skills are still valuable you have learned how to do certain things how to design and develop great user experiences and how to mock up stuff and how to bring things to life do not give away all of that for free the investment that you put in that is way more than what you think so partner up with people that actually value your skills and do the right thing to yourself do the right thing for yourself right don't work for free don't work for people that tell you what to do the reason why 
somebody hired you is because you are the expert, right? They went around looking for UX designers, logo makers, web designers, app designers, whatever it is that you do, product designers, product managers, whatever it is, right? You are the expert. That's why they hired you. So don't let them push you around. That is how you know that people don't value. And those are the telltale signs of terrible clients that will potentially not pay you down the line and just gives you a lot of work and stress and actually not launch any products that you have any work to show off in the end of the day. So don't do that to yourself. Don't work for free and don't work for for idiots. Now, closing off, coming to the end of our session here. The last thing that I want to talk about is that you might be getting into UX design because you understand that it's something that might be high paying. It might be a very attractive job because it's digital and lucrative. Whatever the reasons might be, I don't think getting into UX design because it's something that will help you get to your career goals over the next year is sustainable, right? I want you to look at getting into your career in 2022 as as a marathon and not a sprint. This is something that you will be doing for the next 10, 15, 20 years of your life. And if you are getting into it because of the hype, because it's trendy, it looks cool, but it's not necessarily the thing that you really want to do and the thing that you really enjoy, I would advise you not to. Rather, look for the thing that you really enjoy, that you want to spend your time and energy doing, that you're really passionate about. And that thing, if you do it really well, it will still give you the returns that you're looking for and that you might think that this career path might give you. But if this is something that you truly want to do and if you're asked to not do it for any money, you would do it anyway, then you are in the right place. You must invest yourself into learning, always learn, evolve. You must invest yourself into communicating really well. You must invest in working with people who treat you the best, even if it's not necessarily mean, you know, it's the highest paycheck that you're going to get, but they value your work the value what you do, that is what's important, as well as applying what you learn on the journey, right? So the end goal is doing what you want and living the life that you want to live, having your best life. That is what our careers are about. Our careers are not something that we do and we're miserable about 
until age of retiring and we just want to stop doing that thing and move on with our lives and go fishing or whatever it is is something that would do even after retirement age is something that you would do even if you are not getting paid but you should not work for free <laughs> um so yeah it takes it takes a lifetime to figure out things most people don't have it figured out i don't think i have it figured out uh, and don't feel the pressure to figure out things, right? Run your own race. Don't stay in a specific lane. Define your own lane because it changes over the course of your life, right? Uh, you might be getting into UX design now. In the future, it might be broadcasting and teaching like myself. It might be something else. But give yourself time and opportunity and understanding that this is not a sprint this is anything but a sprint this is a marathon this is a lifetime thing this is something that you're gonna do until your last day right um and you don't have to figure it out it's it's not important right you will figure out certain things as you go along but Having said that, I hope that you have found value in some of the thoughts that I had in getting into 2022 as a UX designer or just starting any career that is. Um, I might have gave some context that are really UX design specific, but some of the things that I spoke about here are really, really general concepts around careers and if you found value in this conversation or the information that i've gave here thank you so much for listening today and um if you enjoyed the episode do consider subscribing to the podcast wherever you might be listening it to or watching if you're watching on youtube uh and uh feel free to share this with somebody in your community or a whole community uh, that you might be in uh, if you are interested in more content like this join our community check out the website dobetterux.com for our links uh, and uh, for other live streaming sessions that we do and more content and courses in ux design and product design until the next one yours truly Farmer henry I hope you have a blessed one. Cheers.